0: Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. It's Dr. Stephanie Fine here with Weight Loss for Fertility. I'm so happy to be talking to you today. This is a follow-up from episode 17. Now, in episode 17, I went into a habit change. If you've been around for a while, you know I now eat at the table, especially for lunch. I used to eat on the couch and watch TV. And you can go back to that episode, episode 17, to hear how I changed that habit. It's been more than six months. That I've been eating at the table, and it works so well. It does exactly what I wanted. It actually—I mean, it—it it changed so many things <laughs> for me. Like i eat more productive. I am not uncomfortable because I would tend to overeat on the couch. It just made a huge, huge difference. It was so much easier for me to notice my hunger and satisfaction cues, and it's just clear to me that it makes a whole bunch of sense. And, and it. It's funny. I know a lot of people eat on the couch and a lot of people don't eat at the couch. <laughs> so, if you're someone who's never eaten on the couch to watch and watch television, you're like, of cu- where else do you eat? Of course, you eat at the table. It really is a game changer. I highly recommend it if you find yourself overeating, if you're sitting in front of the television on the couch, eating a meal at a table when that's the main event, it's so much easier to tell. If you're done eating, if you've had enough food, so anyway, I highly recommend it. I used this as an example to go over the timeline of a of a habit change. So it's a great episode to listen to 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 see that it doesn't happen overnight. There's an evolution. It actually does follow a a path, really. And I was able to show it to you with this example. So. There's that. And now it's more than six months later. And I wanted to give you a little follow-up about that. In general, going super well, okay? So I did that for lunch eating. And then I started noticing that at dinner with my husband, we would eat on the couch. And because I did this change, I'm like, hmm, I started noticing the same tendency for myself, much more easy to eat past enough. So I moved to the table. Now And then, of course, it was easier for me because I had been doing it for lunch. Now, I just want to mention in here that I did not require my husband to move to the table. So that would be a tricky thing. So lunch is usually by myself. I'm just working. I work from home, so it's just me. Not a problem. Dinner can be trickier. And I just did an episode recently about dinner, talking about this exact kind of thing. There are other people often involved. And so... It can become tricky to change habits and you get to figure out what makes sense for you. For me, I knew that moving to the table made all the difference. And so I just decided to do it. You know, I just lovingly told him that I was going to eat at the table and he ended up eating at the table with me, but I did not do it. This is the point. I did not do it with the intention of having him like it would only work if he moved to the table. I was willing to eat dinner by myself at the table because it really makes such a difference if I'm sitting in front of the couch watching television. I just wanted to, that's a completely separate thing. That's about thinking about others or sometimes we'll think, well I, well, I can't move to the table because my husband won't, my partner won't, my family won't, my whatever. And I just am inviting you to consider that you can do it regardless. And then you can connect at a different time or, you know however that's going to work out for you. But anyway, I just wanted to, that seemed like an important point to make. So he ended up coming to the table with me and it and it worked out so well because it's really a lovely time that we sort of get to talk to each other. We connect like more than we did at the couch. And I mean, in terms of having a discussion and it was really lovely. And the truth is it does not take very long to eat dinner. That's what I've discovered. Same with lunch. It just doesn't I mean, you can take as long as you like. That's lovely if you want to relax, if you like to sit around, if you, but eating really doesn't take that long. And I don't even mean rushing eating. I just mean like you're eating your portion of food when you're, when you start, when you're hungry and you stop when you're satisfied or you've had enough, it's not that much food in terms of it doesn't take long periods of time to get the food processed into your mouth. Even if we're having salads which can take a little longer, like a sandwich sometimes can be really quick. You know, if you're having a salad, you're needing a fork to eat your food. It's still, it doesn't take that long. Now, I do, I'm not recommending rushing at all, because then it's harder to tell when we've had enough. But I'm saying even without rushing, it's eating a meal does not take that long. 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I mean we, we usually take a little more because we're preparing it and we'd like to sit but the actual eating of it without rushing I mean at least for me is around 15 yeah 15ish minutes. So anyway, my husband and I would eat at the eat at the table and then we'd go if we're going to watch TV that night depending on what each of us is doing, then we would go to the couch then. So it's it's a, a little deviation and made all the difference in terms of how I was able to notice my food. So that was the way that that worked. And just the other day, so I've been doing this for a while now, right? Just the other day, I was, I literally was last this week, this last week, I was tired and hungry and my brain thought it would be a great idea to have dinner on the couch with my husband. And it was a little surprising <laughs> because I've been not doing that for so long. But I was, I was vulnerable. And and it's so interesting to see how those habits are in there. And the moment that you're vulnerable, like tired, hungry, cranky, sad, you know, anything like that, your brain is using more energy and it wants to use less energy. So it will just go straight for the old habit. Now, I really wanted to sit on the couch. And usually my husband's a really easy sell because he prefers the couch, really. But he suggested that we eat at the table. And I actually sort of thought is a strong word, but I pushed back a little on that. But I knew with my the bigger part of me, the and we'll talk about this, the sort of the planning part of the brain, I knew I feel so much better when I eat at the table. And so when he suggested that we eat at the table, I hem and hawed a little bit, but then we did that. When we did, of course everything went so much better. I I, I clearly saw, and now I can't, right this minute, I'm not remembering what we ate, but I remember thinking at the time, I 100% would have eaten more if I was sitting on the couch. It really was the best decision. And I would have justified eating more on the couch too. That's what's so interesting about it. Because I was tired and hungry, I, my brain for sure would have used that knowledge, that information to be like, oh, that's okay. You deserve it. It's okay. You're tired. You're hungry. It's okay. Go have a little more which of course is what I would used to do when I would normally have my dinner at the couch. But we didn't. And so I got to have a normal, delicious, enjoyable, frankly, very enjoyable because I had a really nice discussion with my husband. Like it was, way, it was for sure was way better to do that. After dinner, when we moved to the couch and watched TV, I was so happy. I was so happy. So I'm telling you all this in the follow-up for two reasons. One, to show you what a new habit looks like as it's becoming permanent. And two, to introduce the concept of urges, which in episode 17, this is the timeline of of a habit change. Urges are a big part of habit change and I, I couldn't go into that then. And so I'm gonna start that concept here. The first thing is to show you about how new habits and you know, a new habit at two weeks is a lot different than a new habit at six months. Okay, but new habits are still not all or nothing, it's not perfect on the way. And in the first episode, episode 17 of this habit change, you really see that in the beginning how fits and starts, and how it's real messy in the beginning. And the point is, is that once you have a habit in place, it's not perfect, perfect, perfect all the time. I had a real urge to eat on the couch. I really wanted to, <laughs> like I truly wanted to, but also I didn't, right? So I was vulnerable, tired, hungry. So my habit brain kicked in. That's the one that uses less energy because it's so practiced. So a, a really long habit, I it had been years that I was having meals on the couch and six months that I've been eating at the table. I mean, not only but you know what i mean so it's relatively new and it's like water rushing down a mountain and it's going to go into that deep dry riverbed more than it's going to go into the shallow newer riverbed the water flows much more easily into the big groove which is a habit pathway and rather than the you know relatively and what I want to say about that is that that is normal, totally normal. It's normal that a, especially being vulnerable, and we can say many things can make us vulnerable to a habit thought, that we will have that thought come to our heads. So being tired and hungry, I wanted comfort, ease, numbness right i wanted to release the reins not feel responsible let the chips fall where they may <laughs> this is the nothing part of all or nothing right i wanted not i just wanted my brain to shut off but i didn't really want that i mean my primitive brain did but my my evolution that, no start that again but i didn't really want this so in the moment I did, but we are humans and we have a highly developed part of our brain that can plan and make goals and think of the future, not just that primitive part. So the primitive part, its job is to avoid pain, seek comfort and conserve energy. That's its job. And that's where habits go. So once it's something you've done over and over again, it like, you know, it's like driving when you don't, you're learning to drive, of course it's hard, but once you're driving, you barely unconscious, how you're you know, turning the key and clicking the clicker and putting it in gear and all that sort of stuff. You don't even think about that anymore. That's because it's been relegated to that the habit part of the brain. But we also have this other part, the part that makes us human, the evolved part, the part that can see the future, that knows what we want in the big picture, not just the little picture. And I really wanted to feel satisfied with my meal, not overstuffed. So that's what I wanted. What I really wanted was to feel comfortable. And I know I do better at the table. So we can, you know, see what did I really want? My habit brain, my primitive brain wanted comfort, but my evolved part of my brain really wanted my goals, what I what I do want. I want to feel comfortable after a meal. I want to be nourished and then do the things that I want to do. I want to maintain my weight loss. And so the little W want from the printer brain is different than the big W want from the evolved part of the brain. And so this is the recognition. This is the piece. We want to see that the habit brain will be there. That thought was there. Go sit on the couch. But because it's been practiced over and over again now, I can see it and i I know what works better for me now so I can make that decision. Now, my husband was my speed bump, right? I was able to deal with that part of my brain, that primitive part that wanted the easy way out. There are ways to deal with that. And I was able to do that because I've been practicing this for a while and because I had a moment to notice it. And I'm calling that the speed bump, right? It's It made me slow down To make a different decision, to ask myself the questions. And so I want to say a quick word about speed bumps. They are so valuable. (laughs) Speed bumps are really valuable. It was super valuable to have my husband there saying, I'd like to eat at the table. And we can set up speed bumps for ourselves when we're changing habits. So it's the value of anything, being able to slow our thinking down. So urges, which is the next concept I'm going to talk to you about, Urges are quick. They are the primitive brain has them ready. That's that water rushing right into that riverbed that's been dry but it's real deep. So it's quick. If we can slow down the decision making, slow down our thinking, our look, notice the awareness of our thoughts, that makes a difference. And especially later, so I'm six months out with this habit. Uh, it doesn't take that much. It may take more in the beginning, but I just needed the, the moment with my husband asking me, are you sure? Other things are like a note or anything out of the ordinary. Like if you make it a habit, I talked about in episode 17 about that I'd moved my water bottle from in front of the couch to the table. That made it so when then I went, once I was cooking my lunch or m- making my lunch, I had to go get the water bottle. So I'd have to go to the table And once I was at the table, of course, it reminded me to sit there. So that's like a speed bump. So if like putting a fork and a napkin at the table would have done it, or, you know, something, if you're working on lunches or bringing bringing your lunch, you could have set out the lunch, or if you're trying to drink water, you can have your water bottle somewhere or, you know, filled glasses. If you're trying to sleep go to sleep earlier, you may have your slippers out or something to remind you. Same with if you want to go for a walk, your shoes are by the door. All these things will help like trigger the memory or slow down your thinking enough to be like, oh, that's right. I want to do that. That's my memory. Thank you for helping me remember that when I was ready to go sit down rather than go for the walk that I really love going for. And it makes me feel wonderful at the end. Speed bumps are really important they're helpful. And as you're creating the new habit that you want, you can build them in to make it easier for you. So now the new riverbed starts to be easier. The water will preferentially go down that way because of the systems you've set up to help you stay with that habit, that new habit, training yourself to do the new habit. Love speed bumps. And as I said, I was able to deal with, because I had a little more time, I was able to deal with that urge. So that that thought that came through from the primitive part of my brain. And this is the idea of urges. Okay, so the thought I had was, I just want to eat on the couch. And that caused an urge. So an urge is actually a feeling. Urges always start with a thought. An urge, I don't know if you've ever felt, I mean, if you've stop to think about it. I imagine you've felt an urge, but you may not know what it actually feels like in your body. It's usually a um, like for me it's a tingling. It's a a sudden feeling. And it I, I feel pulled. An urge is strong. It feels like an it's an inevitable thing. It's an impulse. It's like it it pulls me. And that's what I had when I had the thought to eat on the couch. I really wanted to do it. I'm gonna actually, you know what? I'm actually gonna break this down for you. There's a lot more here and i'm seeing that this we're getting long on this episode so i'm actually going to talk about urges next episode which i think actually is a brilliant idea because there's a lot there it's such an important part of weight loss and it's nuanced this is a very like important and nuanced part of weight loss so i'm going to devote the whole podcast next time to this to talking about urges this urge work is the skill that lets you be in a room like full of cheetos and have just a few It's the skill that lets you go to a party and not eat half the dessert table or the skill that lets you have your favorite cookies in the house and it can sit there for weeks until you're ready to have one or two or, you know, however many you want, but that it's not calling your name constantly and you have to get rid of it in the house or you have to eat all of them so they're not there anymore. Urge work is the thing that lets you be very free from food and really feel, sort of you feel in control because it's not calling you. You're not being dragged around the nose by food. And of course, that's important work. So come back next week and we're going to talk about urges. This was a follow-up to a habit change. Knowing that habit changes happen over time, they certainly get easier and easier. This was just something that I noticed because it hadn't happened in a while. It was relatively easily overcome, and that's because it's been around a while. But remember, there's nothing that's all or nothing, and especially when it comes to weight loss, all or nothing doesn't work. there's oh just because I had this this time, this moment when I wanted to eat on the couch instead of the table, it doesn't mean my habit is ruined. I'm a failure. I can't do it. It's never gonna work, no. It means I got to practice. I got to, I got to see how my brain's working and be reminded of, oh, you know what? I was, I was tired and hungry. I'm gonna make sure I'm not that tired or when I am that tired, I'm gonna look out for the thoughts. It, it gave me the opportunity to look around and see how I can support myself. It does not mean I'm a failure, that I'm never gonna be able to do it, that it doesn't work. These things happen because that's our brain. Our brain is wired this way. This is how it works. But there are ways for us to deal with it. And we are gonna talk about specifically next week when we talk about urge work. So until then, I am sending you so much love. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, Fabulous.